Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats with Peggy Hoyt. Our goal is to keep loved pets in loving homes by educating pet parents about the importance of ensuring every pet has a forever home. For more information about creating a legacy for your pet or to listen to archive shows, visit AnimalCareTrustUSA.org or LegacyForYourPet.com. Join your host, author, estate planning attorney, and animal advocate, Peggy Hoyt. Hello, pet lovers, and welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt, and this show is brought to you by the Law Offices of Hoyt and Bryan, where we create estate plans for pets and their people. Also brought to you by Animal Care Trust USA, a not-for-profit organization dedicated to keeping loved pets in loving homes. Welcome to our show, and today I would like to welcome our special guest. Her name is Dr. Judy Corman. She is a veterinarian who has successfully blended the worlds of veterinary medicine and business. You are really going to enjoy this, and welcome to the show, Dr. Corman. Thank you so much, Peggy. It's great to be on your show. And what a terrific show it is, and great work that you guys do. Appreciate the invitation. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, you're very welcome. Um, I can't wait for you to share with our listeners um, a little bit about yourself and then um, all about Calmer Canine. So um, give us a, a little bit of your background. We know you're a vet, but then you've done this amazing thing of uh, veterinary medicine and business combination. Yes, I, yeah, I have. So way back in, in the 80s, um, I went to University of Pennsylvania Vet School and Lo and behold, right across the street, literally in central Philadelphia, was the Wharton Business School. And in undergraduate, I became interested in business. And I was kind of the type of person who always had something going on, entrepreneurial, either my own grooming salon or a pet sitting business or something like that. So I had a business interest. I guess it's sort of ingrained or genetic in some folks, and, and it was in me. And I submatriculated into the Wharton School while taking vet school classes and graduated with my MBA and my veterinary degree in five years and uh, started working at a consulting firm after graduating, applying my knowledge of medicine and also of business together. And that was a, a, a great and amazing career. Well, and what a terrific combination because so many people um, that enter professional careers don't necessarily have that entrepreneurial spirit or that business background. Um, so I think that's that's wonderful. I often refer to myself as a uh, serial entrepreneur. And uh, like you, um, although I have a law degree, I also have an MBA. That's uh, that's fantastic. I'm sure you see how uh, interesting it could be to apply the different disciplines together and with a focus on animals. Uh, and they certainly can use all of our different experiences in, in helping them. They definitely can. And so thank you for bringing us. Tell us all about it. Right. So um, one of my other things I was doing is after joining this company, Assisi Animal Health, uh, and Assisi makes products for for pets. Uh, their line of loop products are special products made for reducing pain and inflammation in pets. And it's all centered around a technology platform called 
pulsed electromagnetic field technology. So that's a lot of words. But basically, it's a physical way of causing um, a chemical reaction in the body that reduces pain and inflammation. And I joined the company about three years ago. And slightly after I joined, I became really interested in other ways of using this technology. And I got wind of a study that was being done at Harvard University on people with anxiety and depression and mood disorders. And they were seeing some dramatic results using a similar type of technology to ours in people with mood disorders. And, you know, one of the things that was happening is the folks were going in uh, for their MRIs and actually the MRI machine does emit these electromagnetic fields. And they were coming out and they were going in without being able to talk to the nurses, morbidly depressed, just um, really not interacting with anyone. They were coming out of the MRI talking. And so this sort of startled everybody involved and started a whole vein of research on how and why these signals are able to reduce mood, uh, stabilize moods and reduce anxiety and depression. And so that's the kind of research that I was really interested in. And I started to dig down and understand how the signals could work in this way. And could we at Assisi Animal Health develop a signal that might help animals with anxiety? And the answer is yes, and the result is Comer Canine. So we are thrilled to have this new product on the market available to pet owners without a prescription. And it is based on our core technology, but it has a, a twist in it in that we specialize the signal in order to have the effects it has. So whereas our other line of products called the Loop line of products works on one particular signal, this is working on another signal, and the reason for that is that anxiety in the brain is different than pain and inflammation in the body. And so this signal is something we worked with a team of neurobiologists and veterinarians and engineers to come to develop. And it's patented, and um, it works really great. Well, I can't wait to hear more about it because I know that one of the number one reasons that people often give up a pet or particularly a dog um, is because that dog may have some sort of um, separation anxiety or other types of anxieties. So talk to us a little bit about the different types of dog anxieties and then how this might be able to help them. Sure. Yeah, and you are so right that anxiety is one of the two leading reasons for um, folks giving up their dogs, surrendering them, or even seeking the help of a veterinary behaviorist, the other being aggression. And um, we've looked into the research. There's one in seven dogs that has separation anxiety, one of the main categories of anxiety, and one in three dogs has some form of anxiety. So the other forms are, you know, as you know, separation anxiety is uh, really manifests when the owner or the attachment figure leaves the dog alone, and then the dog becomes panicked, essentially, um, in some mild forms, sometimes very severely. But other anxieties can show up too. Thunder phobia or noise sensitivity is one anxiety that is very, very common. I'm sure most folks know of a dog that has had this problem. And uh, a lot of times they can have multiple anxieties all in one dog. So a dog with separation anxiety might also have thunder phobia or noise sensitivity. 
In fact, about 60% of them do. So it's very common. And other anxieties can be anxieties towards strangers. We call that stranger anxiety, vet visit anxiety, or travel anxiety. And that's a situation where the dogs get very upset about going into the car. When they're in a car or a transport vehicle, they start panting and pacing and really looking for an exit um, and, and jumping back from the back seat to the front seat and all of that kind of behavior. So um, the behaviors can be very disturbing. In separation anxiety, what gets the dogs mostly into trouble a lot of times in an apartment or a living situation where there's close neighbors is the barking, the vocalizations. And, and these dogs can be vocalizing for almost the entire time that the owners are away, sometimes more than you know, 15, 20 minutes at the get-go, at the start, but then continuously throughout the time the owners have disappeared. Well, and that can be very um, disturbing, not only for the pet owner, but also for the neighbors. Um, you also got instances where dogs have such severe separation anxiety that they're actually very destructive um, to their crates if they're in a crate or to the home if they're left loose in the home. And um, it can not only be dangerous um, to the dog, it can be uh, expensive to have to replace all of the damage. Absolutely. Uh, that is like second leading sign of separation anxiety. So we have dogs that, you know, vocalize a lot, as we were saying, barking and whining and um, crying out and howling. But we also have dogs that are destructive. And usually it's destruction around the exit, the doors and the windows and uh, maybe curtains. That really is a trademark sign of separation anxiety. Uh, but one silent sign that most people don't know about that people often don't see because they, uh, unless they videotape the dog, they won't know the dog is doing this, is something we call watchful waiting, which is really a dog perched on the back of the sofa or at a window or a door, just staring at it for a long period of time, waiting for their owners to come home. And, you know, while we like our dogs to miss us, we don't really want them to be so disturbed when we're gone. So there's a balance act there. And while it's normal for a dog to watch its owner go into the car to leave, and usually dogs then, you know, within a few minutes settle down for a nap or you know, do something else, groom themselves or go play. But dogs with separation anxiety can watch out that window for 60 minutes or longer at a time. In our study, we found that that was the most consistent sign across all dogs of dogs with separation anxiety. That's interesting to learn because I, I, I personally have seven dogs. Um, and so I'm separated from most of them during the day. And um, I know that they're very watchful while we're gone. Um, but I, I do want to talk a little bit more about the travel anxiety because I one of my dogs absolutely has the worst travel anxiety. Um, she is at my office every day and she knows um, how to tell time. And right before the 5.30 bell, she starts going into a full-blown panic knowing that she's going to have to get into the car. And um, I hear you saying that this uh, calmer canine can help that travel anxiety as well. Yes, well, we've gotten some great reports. Uh, we've just launched Calmer Canine at the end of October of last year. 
And our studies were all done on dogs with separation anxiety. So we knew it worked well for those dogs. We have statistically significant results in that population. But as with the case of of people with anxiety and dogs, we also realized that anxiety can, while it can manifest in different ways, it might be the same underlying brain mischemistry, you know, the, the brain out of balance in the chemistry of the brain that is causing the anxiety. So we weren't surprised to learn once we launched the product that people were using it for thunder phobia, for travel anxiety, for vet visit anxiety, and having really good success. And that was music to our ears for sure to be able to help dogs with multiple anxieties. But on the travel anxiety front, yes, um, we've had folks who have used it. And the thing is, you'll want to use the, the device as the protocol suggests, which is twice a day for 15 minutes at a time and it turns itself off so after you press the button on you don't have to worry about it uh, just it comes with a convenience vest and that's a very easy way to uh, to use the product so that you don't have to sit and hold it in position it basically looks like a halo the device and you would hold it over the dog's head if you were holding it by hand just positioned right between the ears about five inches to seven inches depending on what size dog you have but we've developed a convenience vest that holds it into place so that you don't have to hold it by hand and for the 15 minute treatments the dog can be relaxing and most of them do either fall asleep or relax it's sort of just a very relaxing experience that we've had reported and I've used it on my own dogs too and I can tell you they chill out nicely when the device is on. And for travel anxiety, we would recommend exactly the same protocol as with separation anxiety, that you start it and use it for four weeks at a minimum with the twice daily treatments. And also try to see and register whether the anxiety is improving and when. Because it's, I think, important, just like when folks are trying to have a weight loss or a weight gain program, you know, you tend to weigh yourself on a weekly basis, at least, to see if there's progress. Well, we encourage people to do the same thing when treating their dogs with calmer canine, no matter what the anxiety. So you start with uh, with our anxiety tracker with basically scoring your dog. You know, it's kind of just like a little scorecard that says, okay, here are the signs I'm seeing, and here's the score to start with. Use calmer canine, and then on a weekly basis, pull out that scorecard again and start to score your dog for the whole, you know, the whole weeks of experience. And by and large, people are finding that they're seeing the scores get lower and the dogs get calmer, no matter what the anxiety is. So that's been really encouraging. And I want to encourage our listeners to actually go to your web- website at calmer, K9, that's calmer, C-A-L-M-E-R, k9 the number dot com um and you can see just how cute these dogs look in their um in their vests with their little halo they look like little angels they do they do and uh yes we on our instagram page and also facebook uh same handle calmer canine you'll you'll find even more pictures and stories about the dogs and and how well they're doing with their calmer canines. And uh, yes, I think for your dog, it is definitely something that would help um, and would be um, you know, really, really good to, to add to the regimen. The other thing we're finding is that with 
people who are working with their dogs in a training or behavior modification program, which is always a good thing to add to dogs with anxiety and, and to do. Um, the calmer canine seems to work as if it was a medication in that it reduces the, uh, the trigger points for the dog. It calms the brain, it enables the brain to be more balanced and to accept the training better and faster. So that any kind of conditioning work that folks might be doing with their dogs, calmer canines should be able to get those results that you're looking for faster. And so it's very complementary to training programs and behavior modification programs and counter conditioning. And also it's, um, it's something that has no side effects because it's not something that's ingested by the body. It's not a medicine, it's not a chemical. So although it does have the positive effects on the brain, it isn't uh, needed to be degraded by the liver or the kidneys, you know, and cause other side effect problems that we worry about, especially in older dogs. Um, I think it sounds like a dream come true for um, apparently 13 million dog owners in America who may be having a dog with canine separation anxiety or other types of anxiety. Um, yes, um, Dr. Corman, that you have a, uh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to uh, say yes, um, definitely um, that is the, the group of dogs that we find would benefit uh, most from Calmer Canine. And then there's the um, other 20 or so million that have the other anxieties that also could be helped. So it is a big problem and, and we're really uh, striving to make uh, inroads into dog's anxiety and helping those dogs when they most need it. Well, I think anything that can help dogs be more calm and relaxed is definitely worth the investment. And um, I, I notice on your website that there is a quiz for um, determining if your dog has separation anxiety. Can you tell us a little bit about that quiz? Yes, I'm, I'm so happy you mentioned it because of the reason that we developed a quiz in the first place is uh, lots of folks are not sure. Uh, some people absolutely know their dog has separation anxiety, but others, you know, are wondering and they may have seen a sign or two, but not, not quite certain. Uh, and or given the age of the dog, um, if it's too young a dog, it might not be something that we can recognize yet as separation anxiety. So we developed this interactive quiz that folks can take on the website. They get the results right away. They don't have to wait. They also get an email afterwards with the results in case they want to share them with their veterinarian or their behavior, um, behavior consultant or dog trainer. And um, this, this detailed report goes into all of the other reasons the dog might have showing the signs, but also tells them how likely their dog is to have separation anxiety, whether it's very likely or unlikely. And it, it walks folks through in a very interactive manner and describes each of the different symptoms of separation anxiety, such as the watchful waiting that I talked about, destruction and vocalization, as well as some other signs like potty accidents. And it really walks you through uh, the grading system, whether it might be mild, moderate, or severe. And at the end, there is a uh, communication about the results and, and the likelihood. And then from there, you can go on a path of exploring what next to do for your dog with separation anxiety. So it's a really great screening tool. 
Well, I think that anything that we can provide to pet parents that helps them make uh, good decisions for their pets and and you, like me, I mean, our number one goal would be to keep those pets out of the uh, shelter or rescue system. And if there's a way to provide them with relief from their anxiety and, and get them feeling normal, um, quote unquote, then um, it would be excellent to have. Um, one other question I wanted to ask, since I am a, a multi um, dog owner, um, can I use this on more than one dog? Yes, that's a great question, and the answer is absolutely yes. The, the device has a, a replaceable battery, so it um, usually lasts for about six weeks of treatment, the one battery. It does come with a battery, but you can pick up that battery you know, at any CVS or um, Battery Plus store and, um, and definitely uh, replace it. And so you can use it on other dogs in the household who might be suffering from an anxiety um, it would be the same regimen that we recommend or protocol. In fact, we have had one one woman who's used it on four of her dogs, uh, all of them, you know, somewhat related, uh, different issues of anxiety, but uh, she's experienced very good results. So I do encourage people to use the device on multiple dogs if there is anxiety in other dogs in the house. Well, you have an excellent frequently asked questions section on your website, calmerk9.com. And um, one of the questions that uh, I know some people out there are wondering is, uh, does it also work on cats? Well, you know, we haven't done that research yet. So uh, being that CC Animal Health is such a research-based company, we believe in rigorous research that is um, you know, backing the science behind our products. We want to um, make sure that when we state something that it, it, it is backed by research. So that's one that we'll have to say, just wait on it. <laughs> we should be having some, um, some additional studies coming on in uh, cats with anxiety. But it's certainly a population that does suffer from anxiety. Not, and they do have separation anxiety as well as other anxieties. So kitty cats are um, definitely on our radar screen for the future. Excellent to know. I, I know that people will want to know that. So the other thing that um, I'm sure is crossing some people's mind as we're talking this product, um, I believe you mentioned that you don't have to have a prescription, but what's the best way to keep my regular veterinarian involved in the treatment? Yes, um, that's a great question too, because we do want veterinarians to be continuously involved. And so there's a couple of ways. Um, one of the easiest ways is with the anxiety tracker that we talked about is um, basically sharing that document with the veterinarian so that they can see the progress that your dog is making. And also the quiz results that we, we discussed, that quiz is shareable as well. So you can share the email with the quiz results with your veterinarian so they can stay involved in the diagnosis and the screening of the separation anxiety. And in fact, more and more veterinarian offices will have the quiz on a tablet for folks to be able to um, go to their vet and um, discuss the situation of situation anxiety with their veterinarian so that they can get a comprehensive plan. We really feel that it's very important to have the veterinarian, the behavior consultant or the trainer, and the owner all involved in a circle of care around that dog with anxiety. 
I think it's great to keep everybody involved in the process. And um, I'm wondering a little bit about um, other anxiety uh, remedies, such as the, um, you know, the pressure vests that they can wear or other kinds of drugs. How do all of these things work together? Yes, well, they do work really well together with Calmer Canine, but I have to say the main difference of Calmer Canine and the compression wearables that you were talking about or the pheromones or the medications is that unlike these other uh, treatments, Calmer Canine has long-lasting results. So after the four to six weeks of a treatment course, the dog may be sufficiently and typically is sufficiently resolved of its anxieties and calmer that you don't necessarily need to continue the treatment. Now with some dogs you may need to continue it for a bit longer or a relapse may happen if something changes in the dog's environment, you know, a new family member comes in, another dog, or you move or someone leaves the household and that's upsetting to the dog. So an anxiety event may happen again. So you'll want to pull that calmer canine out again and start treatments as soon as you see any bit of anxiety returning. But what's fascinating about this technology, unlike medications that have to be given every day for the life of the dog or the compression vests that only work when they're on the dog and sometimes the dogs get used to them and acclimate so they don't work anymore longer term. Calmer canine does have those lasting effects and only behavior modification uh, and training like that is, is known to have those kind of lasting effects other than calmer canine. And I do like your chart, Dr. Um, Corman, that you provide on the website that really gives um, pet parents the ability to look at all of the different um, options that might be available and then um, the benefits of the calmer canine versus some of those other options, like like you were saying, the lasting effectiveness, um, the cost, the, the fact that there's no long-term side effects other than positive ones, um, that it takes very little bit of time um, and it's easy to use. So all of those things um, really speak to uh, the pet parent and helping them get the best result that they would be able to get for for their precious baby because I know that we worry um, anytime our animals are experiencing any kind of anxiety at the beginning of the hour you talked about um, thunder anxiety and uh, I had a uh, papillon and I see you have one in one of your videos but I had a papillon at one time who was absolutely terrified of thunder and fireworks and living in Florida, a little hard to avoid um, daily thunderstorms in the um, summertime. Oh, yes. Poor baby. Um, that actually reminds me of one of the dogs um, that uh, we have. We have a little write-up on our website, Sufi. She's um, a Stabahoon, a Dutch breed, and she lives in southern Florida, too, now. And she was very thunderphobic. And she used calmer canine, and with that, the owner was then able to play with her and do things that she could never do before because the thunderstorms would make her shake and just want to hide and not come out and, and interact. So I know what uh, severity can be with the thunderstorms and how bad it can be. And, and papillons can be a, a little bit uh, upset about these things. I have one myself, so <laughs> I understand the breed is, um, is, is interesting, but they're 
adorable, aren't they? With those big ears. They, you have to love them. Uh, they are adorable. She was the love of my life. And um, unfortunately, she's no longer with us. But uh, um, as I mentioned, I have a number of dogs. So um, my heart is always full. Even though I have little yeah. holes in my heart from anyone that I've ever left, I, I have lots of others that, you know, demand my attention and, and help keep my life full. Um, but anybody who's ever owned a dog of any kind knows um, that they're members of our family, that we want to make sure that they're happy and that they're healthy and that we're doing everything we can possible to give them the best possible life. And I know that shelters and rescues are going to be thrilled to learn about your product um, because it will have that effect of um, keeping dogs out of the rescue and shelter system. Systems. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. You know, we appreciate your efforts and, and uh, making folks aware of the education on our website, which um, we really strive to build every day um, some, some new materials to help people with dogs with anxiety. So our goal is, is a common well, one. So we... We want folks to visit you at calmerk9.com. That's C-A-L-M-E-R-K, the number nine.com. And um, you can also find Calmer K9 on social media. Um, are you on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, all of those places? Yes, we're Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay. So for folks that are just joining us, we're talking today with Dr. Judy Corman. She's a veterinarian who has a product called Calmer Canine, and uh, we're helping the world's dogs become calmer. I think that's just a, a fabulous opportunity, and you, you do have some partnership programs. Do you want to mention those real quick, Dr. Corman? Yes, we do. Um, we have a professional partner program for veterinarians and behavior consultants. And these are um, specialized programs geared toward their needs and to help them educate others about anxieties and about how Calmer Canine can help. We also have an affiliate program. So for those who might have a dog training business or uh, be otherwise engaged in the dog world, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we have a sign-up form on our website. And um, that, that's just another way that we can all help the dogs that have anxiety be a little less anxious and, and spread the word. Well, I can't wait to help start spreading the word. And uh, this will just be the first step in that process. I want to thank you so much for your time today and for sharing with us um, all of the benefits of Calmer Canine and, and how to help our dogs have a calmer, more gentler lifestyle. And um, we look forward to um, talking to you again in the future. And I hope all of the listeners will check out our blog as well to make sure that you can get more information. And don't forget to visit Calmer K9, C A L M E R K. Fantastic. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on All My Children Wear Fur Coats with your host, Peggy Hoyt. We hope you learned something valuable for the benefit of your pet.
We want to keep loved pets in loving homes by educating pet parents about the importance of ensuring every pet has a forever home. Get more information about creating a legacy for your pet at AnimalCareTrustUSA.org or LegacyForYourPet.com. Buy a copy of All My Children Wear Fur Coats, How to Leave a Legacy for Your Pet on Amazon. Join our email list or make a donation. Pet professionals and advisors are invited to join our trusted advisor network. Until next time, happy tales!